The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Formula One is back. I'm Matt from P1 with Matt and Tommy, the only F1 podcast you need to keep you up to date across the 2023 season. We'll be with you across every single race weekend with instant reaction to the biggest stories as soon as the chequered flag falls. So if you're a seasoned F1 veteran or you've just started watching Drive to Survive, we've got you covered. Search P1 with Matt and Tommy, hit that subscribe button and start listening now. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's a woman and white, but she's not naive. It's <laughs> the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And I am not naive indeed. I'm, no, but white and a woman. Checks yes. out. Checks yes. out. Although, fun fact, people thought I was a boy until I was like five. <laughs> oh, is that a fun fact? It is a fun fact because my mom kept cutting my hair short because she thought they're going to grow strong and beautiful. Oh. Which, hey, look at my hair. It is strong <laughs> and beautiful. Just like you. Just like Thank you. Not strong as strong woman. because when I was born as a baby, I had like no hair. So my mom was nervous. I'm not going to have a lot of hair. So she kept cutting them sh- short. You, I'm going to say this and it's a compliment. You have thin, delicate hair. You're, I do. You're delicate like Jesse. <laughs> but I have thick hair. You do. And I was always jealous of my thin-haired friends because they could just style it better. I think no. when you have thin hair, it does what you want it to do. Mm. Mine fights the product. Wrong. Mine clumps up. Wrong. I know I'm going to regret it. You know, I'm getting to the point where I'm sure my hair will start thinning and whatnot and I will regret saying this, but I always wished I had... Oh, little bit of let me tell you the truth when i get my hair done they use this thinning tool on it to Mm. thin it out Mm. i don't know how we got onto this topic well i was gonna say since we are on this topic real quick i cannot do anything with my hair i have long straight hair and it can be humid outside it can rain it can be whatever my hair will always gonna be long and straight okay when I curl my hair for fun, I don't like it that. lasts about 45 minutes before it starts looking like a wet hen. Oh, I thought you were going to say before <laughs> I tell you to get in the bathroom and straighten it. <laughs> no, out. it just doesn't last. Like my hair is so silky. Product, pfft, no. no. So nah. I think you're better off with your hair if you want to style it. And that's a new segment called First World Problems. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening if you haven't fast forwarded 30 seconds. Anyways, we're here. What's up, guys? Let me tell you this, Teresa. You asked how how everyone's doing. Let me tell you how I'm doing. Tell me. 
We were very close to eating russet potatoes for dinner tonight. Very close. They don't have yams? They do have yams. But as I approached the yam section of the supermarket. You couldn't open a bag? Nailed the bag opening. Thank you guys for all the help with the wetting of the hands. Yeah, sometimes I'll take a trip over to the produce, the lettuce, and I'll wet my hands. <laughs> guys, he touches everything that's wet. No problem with the bags. Opened right up. The problem was when I approached the yams and I heard Usman Soldier Boy's voice in my head saying, you want this yammy yammy? You want this yammy yammy? And I said, no, sir, I do not. But my wife does. <laughs> and so I'll take two. Oh, my gosh. Very close to grabbing a couple of russets and calling it a night. No. I'm glad you got the yams because <laughs> uh, that's what I'm like excited for to have for dinner. But now you kind of do you kind of turn me off. At least someone got the yams. Sorry, Kimberly. I got the yams tonight, baby. Oh, I saw some memes about that. We'll get into it. We'll talk <laughs> yes. about it. Before we do, a couple housekeeping items. You guys should follow us on social media. I know we say it all the time, and a lot of you guys listen. And for those who do listen, I'm sure they could tell you non-listeners, you should follow Mary Reality Pot on Instagram. Guys, what you're doing with your lives? What are you doing with your life? Who are you following if you're not following us? Is exactly. it good? Is it funny? What kind of memes are they dropping? Let us know because we're down to follow some fun accounts as well. Yeah. But, but we follow think, us. Yeah, we think we're a fun account. <laughs> At Married to Reality Pod on Instagram for the memes, for the news, for the communication, for the direct messaging. Yeah, we love chatting with you guys. I just replied a couple of messages right before the pod. Ooh, look at that. Yeah, I love doing that. I'll have to check out what you said when we finish. Please. That's I'm the good. social media president. <laughs> That's what I I've promoted Teresa to social media president. She I think was, I promoted myself. You were a social media coordinator for the first year of the pod. and I, I think, think I promoted myself. You deserve it. Did you get a pay raise? I sure did not. Okay. Still making zero dollars? Still making zero dollars. Okay. Maybe one day. One day. So also make sure you guys follow the podcast wherever you're listening. Apple, Spotify, TuneIn iHeart. It doesn't matter. What matters is you follow the podcast and it's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as this San Jose Island. Because that looked fabulous. Can we get Gino to pay for us to go? Because he just seems like he's doling out vacations now. I mean, yeah, being unemployed, living his best life. He can afford. I mean, we're not making any money off the social media, so he could... He could help. Yeah, out. Gino, take Come us on. to the San Jose Island. I want to see some local birds. You can send my naked pictures to your exes. Oh, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm taking my yammies back. JK, JK. <laughs> JK, those, JK. Taking those back. Um, yeah, so follow the podcast. And one last thing, if you guys haven't left a review, please do. It makes a huge difference in our day and in the podcast and the success of the podcast. So if you haven't left a review, please do a rating, a review. Apple, Spotify, you can do it on both those platforms, and we appreciate when you do. Thank you, guys. Speaking of reviews, got a nice little one I'd like to read here. Let's do it. Comes to us from our Canadian friend, a friendly neighbor to the north. Oh, Canada. Canada. The Canadian. (laughs) This this friend of ours, home and native land. The Canadian anthem is one of my favorite anthems. You are a fan of the anthem. I love national anthems. Sure do. Let's, Great songs. Let's, let's, not, let's not do national anthem this segment. Let's, <laughs> let's continue with the review. This comes to us from Traveling 59. Something else we love to do is travel. Five stars. 
Love your easy style. I love it too. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Love your easy style. And I also love how you never put each other down and laugh at each other's jokes. We do laugh at each other's jokes. That's the secret to life, baby. Mm -hmm. Laughing Mm -hmm. at yourself, laughing at each other. And so thank you, Traveling 59. Beautiful review. Thank you very much. We put each other down like when we go to bed. Sometimes I carry John, I put him down. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, sometimes, tuck me in. Sometimes tuck he me in, puts me down. Yeah, but, but never, it's the only putting never down. Never a put down. No. We pick each other up. We support each other. We laugh at and with each other. Because we're best friends and lovers. Best friends and lovers. And <laughs> thank you, Traveling 59. You're not our lover, but you are a friend. Yes, thank you so much. A dear what friend. a review. So thank you. If you haven't left a review, be like Traveling 59. Leave a review. Keep them coming, folks. We love Love. We love love. We love love. We love, we love reviews. We love reviews. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get into this episode, what about a little 90 day by the way? Yeah. Give it to us. All right. I'm, oh, I'm going to give it. Give, give it to us. I'm going to give it to you. Okay. <laughs> Number one, breaking wind news. Breaking news. Okay. Stepanka has done it once again. She was not going to let a little fart attack keep her out of the gas game for long. She's back. <laughs> She's back with a new fart-inspired product just in time for Valentine's Day. The fart jar candle. I don't even know what to say. The fart jar candle. You don't need to say anything. It speaks for itself. It is a, a candle that is a 100% natural scent. And we're fans of 100% natural on this podcast. I'm curious how she makes it. Are you, though? I you, really am. Do you really want a how it's made? I really do. On the fart jar candle? Like you like put it on your butt? <laughs> yes, that's step you one. You fart it and then you put wax in it right away? Mm, it's a really good question. And right? Stepanka, oh, if you that listen. That sounds ridiculous what I just said. <laughs> ask, ask Stepanka in both of your native tongues, how is it made? You know what's funny? I was actually going to message her, mm. not that she knows me or know, knows of me at all, yeah, but I was going to message her in my mother tongue. Just and to you're say what? In my mother tongue. Yeah. <laughs> what did I say, tongue? Yes. Uh, in my mother tongue. Okay. Not and, my And what were you going to say? People love when you speak Czech on this podcast. Oh, I'll, I'll keep it to myself. Well, I, just, uh, I was just going to say, how are you? Oh, you're saying hello. Mm-hmm. And then and how would you say, how how do you make this candle? Jak vyrábíš ty svíčky? Absolutely. Prdící svíčky, fart candles. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great question because when you say 100% natural scent, that lends one to believe it's, it's really a fart that is... Causing this how can you How can you do it? I don't know. Here's what I know. Let me tell you what I know. It was $100 a candle. What? It's a lot for a Where candle. Where does she sell it? A pottery barn? It's a lot for, yes, it's a restoration hardware, pottery barn. It's uh, It was $100. Okay, it's on sale now, though. How big is the candle? For it's nine ounces. What? Okay, it's a nine ounce jar. What? But it's on sale, Teresa. You calm down. All right. I'm looking at my can of Red Bull. Yes. This is 12 ounces. Wow. And it's freaking tiny. So mm. her fart it's, candle. It's 3, 8, 11, 9. How many ounces is that? This is 12. 9, 10, 11, 12. It's three ounces less than that. Yes. So it's a tiny and, candle. And about 25 times as expensive. 
At least the one I saw at Pottery Barn was like 150, but it was huge. Yeah, but it didn't smell like Stepanka's farts. That's true. Okay. So it's on sale now for $49.95. Still. Still, still overpriced? You're still not buying it? No. Okay. Let me read a little bit about this candle and maybe it'll change your mind. I would buy it if I found it at TJ Maxx for like 15. I'm sure that's where they're going to end up. <laughs> okay. Let me read it to you. Light one of these nine ounce jars while inviting the blissful scent into your own home. Every jar is carefully crafted to provide a slow burning experience reminiscent of Stephanie Mato's flatulent elegance. Notes of pumpkin and an earthy blend of spices will be sure to please and delight your nostrils. When did she make these candles after Thanksgiving? Um, because of the pumpkin yeah. and the earthy blend? I don't know. You're asking a lot of good questions. And in reading that, it makes me believe it's actually not a 100% natural fart smell because they say it's reminiscent of Stephanie's flatulent elegance. So I think maybe the 100% natural is it's natural mm. ingredients, but one of those ingredients is not a fart. Hmm. I think pumpkin puree makes you go to the bathroom. Well, if you're a dog. I was just going to say that. <laughs> if my you're a aunt, dog. My aunt gives it to her constipated dog. There How you do you know that you don't have a dog? I've, I've been around a dog or two. I've been around a constipated dog or two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's ridiculous that you knew going. this. Let's keep going. You can buy this candle at stepankoworld.com. Okay. okay. Where I had to visit to check this out. And while I was there, I saw she's selling some other things. Just in time for Valentine's Day. A few other things she's selling. Her used socks. Okay. For $99. Why do you say for Valentine's Day? Do you think I would appreciate used socks for Valentine's Why Day? Why does it have to be about you? You know, I would like a gift for Valentine's Day. So you would want to have used women socks. You think I'm doing this, by the way, for our friends? I'm just telling you what I want for Valentine's <laughs> Day. <laughs> well, okay? too late because I already got you a <sighs> gift. Okay. I thought I smelled something. Okay. Used bras, $149. What? Mm -hmm. It's a little expensive. I mean, I can go to Goodwill for the, find it for That's five. That's what I'm saying. If I want used underwear, I'm going to Goodwill. And last but not least, used panties, $149. So broad panty set, set you back about $300. What is this website for? Like perfs? I think it's yeah, perfs. Absolutely. Definitely for a perfs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. To each their own. But come on, make this Valentine's Day special with a fart candle and some used lingerie from Stepanko. Imagine like making money on wearing underwear, which is something you have to do regardless. I love it. Instead of throwing it into the laundry, you just throw it into a box and send it off to someone. Come on. We're what in the wrong idea. business. What a great idea. Mm -hmm. Okay. How about by the way, number two. Let's do it. Continuing with our business theme, because we like the we shine a light on small businesses here on this podcast. Mm -hmm. Let we us shine, sure do sometimes. Let us shine a light on Lauren and Alexi's new business venture because they're getting into something I didn't expect. I didn't see this coming. They're getting into the feet game. We've heard a no. lot of talk about the feet game on this show. Lauren and Alexi are getting involved. Why? <laughs> they're selling photos of their feet, and here's the thing. I think in an attempt to class it up, they're not just taking cell phone pictures and shooting it off into the dark web. They are selling their feet photos as NFTs. Okay. Okay, non-fungible tokens, all right? 
nasty feet tokens NFTs. so it's gonna be one photo just floating around the internet people can buy it will no. buy it no now i'm not that up on nfts i tried to do my research for this story as all good journalists do but i'm still a little confused but as far as i know nfts non-fungible meaning you can't replicate it right one and only and so what they do is they take a foot photo and they call it art so it's not nasty they're not going to be stepping on peanut butter and jelly sandwiches they're not going to be Stirring up spaghetti and meatballs with their feet. It's just a so nice. Who's gonna buy it? It's just a nice foot. It's it's art, Teresa. Okay. It's a nice foot photo. Then they mint it online. Okay, you have to mint an NFT. So you upload. What does mean? You upload this photo. It goes into the blockchain. So there's some data behind it. That's the one and only. You price it, and you sell it, and then the seller now has this NFT that I guess they can resell. And well, that's so, literally what I said. Okay. How much do you think? This would go for a foot NFT photo from Lauren and Alexi. Mm, I don't know. I'll be crazy. I'm going to say $200. $200 would be absolutely insane because you'd be selling yourself short. You can make a lot more money. They're pricing it at one Ethereum, which is a cryptocurrency. One Ethereum, which is valued at $2,609. Okay. (laughs) All right. <laughs> Who's going to buy that? You know there's someone that's going to buy that. All right. If, well, if Stepanka could become a millionaire off her farts, someone's going to buy well, this. Well, let me let me tell you this. I get it because Stepanka is a hot, beautiful looking lady and she made her way through all this. Whatever she does for a living, she built her following, right? Sure. No shame in her game. Who's going to buy a food photo of a married couple with two kids. I'm sure someone will. I guess. There is someone out there that will buy this for that price. They may only sell one. but like I have to say, like, yes, people are perfs. Some people are perfs. I can understand how some people can be turned on by Courtney. Courtney stepping mm-hmm. on cupcakes because it's weird. And people, some people are into weird yeah. stuff. You're not into family foot photos? You don't, I just that doesn't turn you on? I think it's boring. All right. To each their own. Right? To, yeah. All right. I'm somewhere, I'm with you. I'm somewhere between the family foot photo and the used lingerie. Like somewhere in between there is my sweet spot. One's a little too bland for me. One's a little too nasty for me. But somewhere <laughs> in between. Maybe the fart jar candle is for me. I don't know. I'll find out this Valentine's Day. <laughs> Ah, you won't. Ah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I'm getting another mug. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Get out of here. Am I? Stop it. Okay. Let's move on. Let's talk about the Maybe reason. I can fart into the mug. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can't wait. Counting down the days. Okay. Let's move on. Sunday night. 90 day fiance. Before... The nine D days. I don't know why Therese is giving me a nasty look right now. Because you're well, just like, you're not allowed to just guess. <laughs> we talked about mugs. I just didn't know it was my Valentine's Day present. It was. It is. <laughs> then you told me about it. How is that my fault that I know? I thought, I thought you are going to forget. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get you a present that's so forgettable that it'll be a surprise by the time Well, you that's get the it. thing. We don't give each other Valentine's presents. We usually go out to dinner. That's true. But I did something. I threw away John's favorite mug that I gave him a couple years mm. ago. 
because it was destroying the other Max. Yeah. It was like rubbing the paint mm-hmm. on everything else. So I tossed it and he got set. So I found a similar looking mug okay. and well, I told you. You know what? Valentine's Day is two months away. I'm sure I'll forget by the time that comes up. <laughs> okay? Yes. Can we move on? Let's move on. All right. Forget also that I fart in it. You might be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> mm, delightful. Okay. Let's JK. Talk, let's talk about our first couple. Kim and Usman. Soldier boy. Soldier boy. The, the non-original soldier boy. Soldier boy, tell him. Okay. So they're waking up together and the border has been breached. I didn't see the demarcation in bed. So I was like, all right, maybe Kim got what she came for. Yeah, I had a feeling that she didn't and we learned that she really didn't. She No, nothing happened. Although she says Usman touched some of her parts. I can see her just like... Waiting for him to fall asleep and like slowly remove all the pillows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She t- yeah. Just like strate- <laughs> strategically. Yeah. Breaching the border. Yeah. Um, she was excited because I guess, I don't know if Usman has restless leg syndrome or something or just he twitches in his sleep. But apparently he touched her and now she's glowing like a schoolgirl. She's like, nothing happened. We haven't even kissed. But look at the glow. Mm-hmm. That's all it took. A little, little skin to skin. I guess. A little skin touch. To skin. A little touch. So she's feeling good about it, even though it was pretty innocent, pretty peachy. But the producer then talks to Soldier Boy one on one and brings up how he raw dogged. How he raw dogged <laughs> BGL the first night they met. And Usman is quick to defend his actions. He's like, well, you know, we were already engaged. When BGL arrived, we were engaged. And that checks out, okay? But that's not how that usually works. It's not like, oh, well, once we're engaged, we bang it out. No, you usually wait till marriage. Mm, That's true. You either bang it out before, which that's what I'm all for. You got to test the waters. Test the waters. Or you wait until you get married and then you just live with the consequences. Yeah. I've never heard the, well, we're waiting until we're engaged. That's never been an excuse or I've never heard someone say that, but that's sort of what Soldier Boy's saying. Well, BG and I were engaged. So that's too well, bad for Kim. Too bad. She's going to have to live with a little restless leg syndrome to get her off. Do you think they'll bank on this season? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Unless Metal Gear Solid comes out with a new game. That Soldier Boy really wants, unless Madden 2023 drops early, I don't think they're banging it out. We'll see. We'll see. So, okay. Things are looking up. They spent the night together, even though no sexy time. They spent the night, and Usman agrees to spend the next night, which Kim's excited about. Two nights in a row. Okay? So things are looking up. So he goes and packs his room. Slam T and Badmas, they come by, and they're like, wait, wait, wait. What's up, man? Why are you packing? And Soldier Boy says, well, because I'm moving to Kim's room. It's time to make her happy. She's like, I was having a good time with my Kimberly. Mm-hmm. That's right. Convince yourself. Soldier Boy, tell yourself you were having a good time. And Slam T and Badham's like, oh, well, this this doesn't seem like a good idea. Let's Let's have a talk. Can we go outside? Can we talk about this before you make any rash decisions? And they go outside to talk. And... 
new single, new hit single from Soldier Boy, Sex Night. <laughs> it's going to be a sex night, sex night. <laughs> I was like, well, this sounds like a great song. Well, I thought that's how he rolls. He finds a woman, he writes a song, and that's then true. he moves on. He has not written a song about... Kimberly, Kimberly yet. just yet. You wrote one for BGL. I'll mm-hmm. be there for you. I'll be there for you. Then about Zara. Zara, whatever. Like she wasn't the, there for Zara, him. Zara, Zara, Zara. It's a more expensive H and M. I don't know what the lyrics were to that song. I love Zara. Yeah. This the store. Uh-huh. And now Kimberly. So it's gonna be a sex night. <laughs> Is that what he was saying? I thought that he was saying sex time. I have sex time. Oh. I don't know. I, it's going to be a sex time. No, I, I like or. sex. I like sex night better. Sex night's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then, then the not going to call it an insult, but the honesty heard around the world when Soldier Boy came out and said, "I'm not even really attracted to Kim. I just appreciate her loyalty." Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Another hit song, not mm. from Soldier Boy. Not our, even from the original Soulja Boy. From our friend Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> he said he's not attracted to Kim, which, you know what? I appreciate the honesty, and I think that's okay in a weird way. I think there's more to relationships than just physical attraction. Luckily, you've got it all. Okay. <laughs> all right. No? Yeah, I, I sure do. And I've never said otherwise, but we're talking about Kim and Soulja Boy. I know, but you said it in a way that I'm like, let's make sure over here. <laughs> well, I'll wait let's to make sure. I'll wait till I get my Valentine's Day gift and then I'll decide. <laughs> but no, don't you agree? It's not just about looks. I think when Soldier Boy said that, everyone was like, <gasps> he said he didn't find her attractive. And it's like, that's that should be the last it's thing. It's part like, of it. It's it part of it. Of course Attraction it's part of it. Part of, it. of course it's part of it. But um, let's let's be honest here. It's not the most important thing. No, but I would say not even like everyone has different types. So for us, let's say for me saying, oh, I don't think this girl is attractive or this guy is attractive. There might be someone else saying like, oh, my gosh, they're so attractive. Right. It's personal. I think being attracted to someone you're in a relationship with is important, but it's not the most important. Right. And you can be attracted to more than just looks. Correct. Is my point. Right. You can be attracted to their intelligence, to their sense of humor, to their heart. And all those things will outlast any physical attraction. Because when you're 80, I don't care who you are. You're not going to look like you did when you're 30. Wait for it. No, I'll wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> I have to wait for it. I can't snap my fingers and make you 80. I'll wait for it. But... I hope what you'll always have is your kindness, is your intelligence, is your sense of humor. And so who cares if Usman's like, I'm not even attracted to her physically. It's like, yeah. True. I have to say at least he's honest. At least he's honest. He is right about the fact that it's not the only thing. It's not the only thing. So he says, I don't want to rush. I want to make sure I'm doing right by myself. So I'll move her into my room and then I'll... I'll find out. Then I'll be able to make a more informed decision. Well, she'll move him into her room. Right. She will She will move him in. Because <laughs> she got the sweet, the honeymoon sweet. She got sweet. And he's like, I'll then be able to make a more informed decision whether or not we are right for each other. And 
I hear what you're saying, Usman, but this is turning into a different reality show. This is not 90 Day Fiance anymore. This is more like Rock of Love. What's Rock of Love? Rock of Love was a television show with Brett Michaels. You don't know Brett Michaels? I do not know Brett Michaels. Um, lead singer, like 80s hairband, always wore the bandana. You, you don't know Brett Michaels? Poison? You don't know him? Nah. If I showed you a picture, you'd know him. Anyway, he had a TV <laughs> show, I think VH1, where he moved a bunch of women into this house and then he dated them. It was kind of like The Bachelor, but for an aging rock star. <laughs> And he moved him into this house and he would date them and ultimately try to find love. Okay. This is what's happening here. He's like, I'm going to move into her room and we're going to find out if we're compatible. It's like, all right, it's a little bit of a different TV show. This is 90 Day Fiance. You guys should know that you guys are in love and moving towards marriage. But all right, you do rock a love if that's your journey. Well, I think he would prefer staying in his room and just date Kim but she has been very persuasive. <laughs> very persistent. Not persuasive. Persuasive? Persuasive. No, I don't think she's been persuasive at all. <laughs> she's she's demanding. Ah, I hate I hate when I pick the wrong word. No, persuasive's not the wrong word. She's trying to persuade. Okay. I just don't think she is succeeding. She's wearing him down, right? He's not moving into her room because she is persuasive. And he's not going to show up there and be like, God damn it, how did she convince me to get here? No, <laughs> he's going there because he's sick of her nagging him to like, mm. come on, just spend the night, let's have sex, come on. That's why he's going. He's like, all right, this will shut her up, so I'll move. But he's not persuaded. All right, I gotcha. Okay. I gotcha. So let's cut to the nighttime. Kim's in her bathrobe, sipping on some champagne, getting ready to seduce Soulja Boy. I mean, she's ready to get it going. <sighs> yeah. She, I mean, she's been ready since the... She's ready for some action. Since the plane started descending. But yeah, she's like, cheers to possibly getting some tonight. And it's a very foreboding cheers because she's cheersing herself. There's no one there to cheers. And she's going to be alone and diddling herself later as well. It's all. It's just going to be a solo encounter. So knock, knock on the door. It's Usman with his suitcases. She's like, did you bring luggage? Really? What? You're really doing it? Like her face was lit. Where's your Where's your Michael Jackson hat though? Is that, that better be in the suitcase. <laughs> Tell me you brought the MJ hat. Tell me. And the glove? Okay. Yeah. Mo- could you moonwalk in here? If you could just moonwalk. That I think would be- if you put like silky gloves on and move- moonwalked around, <laughs> they don't even need to bang. No, that she would be w- it. She'd be Founds of Wayne. She'd be the old faithful. I was waiting for you to say Old that. Faithful, right there. Yeah. <laughs> They'd have to put one of those janitor, those yellow janitor signs on the hotel room floor, like slippery one wet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. So he shows up and Kim's like, I guess that means we're in a relationship. He's here She's with luggage. So happy. And okay, did you see the bed? Oh my gosh. First, like- I thought she made it, but I think the hotel no, people made it. No, she made that. Come you on. You think so? Oh. Because it looked kind of sloppy. It looked like a, exactly. I would expect exactly. A, the swan. It did. Look, it was reminiscent of a carnival cruise, like a budget carnival cruise room where there was a heart shaped towel and whatever flowers she could find outside. I like of the, the hotel Vegas room. hotel rooms with mirrors on the ceiling. 
Right, with like the heart-shaped tub. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's she's fired up. He's there. She thinks they're in a relationship now because he came. And she's like, get comfortable. I'll bring you a glass of champagne. So Soldier Boy takes his shirt off and sits on the bed. And I couldn't believe how quick he was to rip that shirt off. That's sending signals, if you ask me. It is, and then he starts... <laughs> Like, um, what's the word? Examining? No. Examining? <laughs> I can speak. You're really struggling. Today. You're really struggling today. But you know what I'm saying? Examining mm-hmm. her boobs through her. I know. It was all. It was all very sexual. misleading. It was sexual yes. and it was misleading. It's like, come on, you're gonna flick a nip. You're about to flick a nip right now, Soldier Boy, and then not finish the job? He's like, look, he's like, mmm, looking good. It's like, dude. Those things like, look like yams. So you want to talk turned, about yams. He turned her on. I know. Now then, get her and off. And he's like, so good night. And yeah, Kim's like, bed? We're going to bed now? No sex. Like, I feel like one of the production guys are just going to take her out and bang her just so she shuts up about sex already. <laughs> right? And Kim, this sets her off. She's like, just admit you don't want me. Just admit it. You don't want me. And Soldier Boy says, well, I wouldn't have invited you all this way if that was the case. He basically said he'll make a decision. And once he does, then they'll have sex. And Kim is like, just make the decision right now. Right. Which is That's not how decisions very pushy, work. Very pushy. And Usman says, we'll have sex once we decide. And Kim just loses it. She calls it BS. She calls BS. And she freaking leaves the bed. Yeah. She can't take this anymore. She's going to get more champagne. That's that's the answer to all of the problems. Just get more intoxicated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Champagne's not a good idea, guys. No? Those bubbles, they get into your head fast. Then you get a little gassy. Oh, boy. That's the last thing. Kim, yeah. <laughs> That'd be the icing on that cake. Yeah. So Soldier Boy is like, I'm out of here. He puts his shirt on and he leaves. But Kim's not going to let him go just that easily. So she chases after him and tracks him down. And Usman's like, go, go get my bags. Like, make yourself useful. Go get my bags. She's like, no. Like, go get your own bags if you want. And he does. And Kim's like, okay, well, we don't have to have sex. Just stay. Just stay. And no sex, but please spend the night. And he does. He actually stays. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you saw this, but he goes to take his shirt off again. Like he puts his hands on his shirt and pulls it up just a touch and then drops it and gets in bed. He thought about taking his shirt off and was like, no. I didn't see that. Nope. Like we're keeping this one on. I need a little protection. But Kim didn't stop here. This She's like, well, hi, I get to the bottom of this. So she starts telling him that she is in love with him. Oh, my gosh. And Usman's well, like, well, first time. I love you in my own way. <sighs> what does that even mean? It means I don't love you like that. I love the attention and money and games you and see, electronics. This, <laughs> for sure. This is tricky. I think a lot of, obviously, I know Kim is... An American, but I think a lot of foreigners don't understand the difference between I love you and I'm in love with you. Mm, that's a fair shout. Yeah, there's no way Kim is in love 
with him. Oh, she I might think be, she is. No, but, she might be in love with the idea yeah. of him, but she's getting nothing in return. I think to truly be in love with someone, it needs to be reciprocated. Mm-hmm. You can love someone and then not love you. You can be infatuated with someone and them not feel the same way. But to be in love with someone, I think that's a feeling that needs to be reciprocated. I think like if you're in a relationship, you need to love the person and be in love with the person. 100%. Yeah. They're not in a relationship. Usman makes oh, this I very know. clear. I know. A potential relationship, right? So she won't let it go. She's crying, keeps talking about sex in the relationship. And Usman's like, just sleep. We'll talk tomorrow. And Kim goes, I don't want to sleep. I want to have sex. <laughs> Can I you? Can, I can't believe she went 360. 180. 360? No, that actually is a 360. A 360. I, I actually thought of it before she I said, said it. Sex. Fine. We'll sleep. Back to sex. Can you imagine if this was a 50 year old man saying this to a 30 year old woman? Canceled. Canceled, right? <laughs> I don't want to sleep. I want to have sex. Dunzo. See you later. See you never, mm-hmm. right? Somehow she gets away with it. And. Help me out here because I don't know what went wrong, but she goes from saying, I don't want to sleep. I want to have sex to all of a sudden she just gets up and is like, I can't, I can't do this. My son's going to cuss him out. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but this is the second time she left the bed and she said she can't do it. The first time she started drinking, the yeah. second time she brings up her son. Yeah. So I don't really know what's going on. She's like, Jamal, my son doesn't trust Usman's intentions. And I'm like, how did you go from wanting to bang Usman to thinking about your son? I don't know. But Usman says, what are you doing? Like, I never promised anything to you. Like, Which you, is true. That's what I was going to say. It is true. He invited her saying, let's see if we can make it. You're my potential girlfriend. He wasn't even staying in her room. Yeah. All the right signs. She decided to come. She decided to do this knowing that they are not in a relationship. They may be, but they may not. So Usman's right. Like he never promised anything to her. No. And here's the thing. I don't even think she really wants sex. I don't think that's what it's about. I think she wants validation because Mm. I think she knows... I'm 20 years older, right? I'm not a music video star. You're surrounded by a lot younger, hotter girls, right? And if Usman just bangs me, then I'll know he likes me. Then I'll know he's okay with me. Mm. I think it's the acceptance. It's the validation. Once he puts his penis in me, then I know he likes me. You might be right. Yeah, I can see that. I don't think she wants sex that bad. Well, I think she does too. I... You think she's that horny? I don't think she doesn't look like someone who walks around and bangs people. So I feel like, you know, she lives with her mom and everything. I feel like she hasn't had sex in a while. And now she's with the man that she loves or she's attracted to all the above. So she really wants it. And I agree. She maybe wants it as a validation. But I also think she really (laughs) wants to have sex. (laughs) Like I really think that... No one really touched her down there for a while and she just want to be touched. Don't we all? Don't we all just want to be touched? We sure do. I can okay. touch you later if okay. you want. I, I know you will. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Let's talk, let's talk. I don't know why I love this. I'm not a couple, but this guy. Ben and Mahogany. Oh my gosh. I get so much joy from this for some reason, for some weird twisted reason. I 
love it. I just hope that she is real. Not that she has to look like her pigs, but I hope he'll meet someone. I hope there is an actual person. He's, he's got to meet someone. This isn't Catfish. This is 90 Day Fiance. He's talked to someone on the phone. I don't think TLC would invest the time and money for this dude to just fly to a country and no one show up. Has that ever happened? I don't think so. I no, think- even that, I forgot his name. I think he was from Michigan too. Oh. And meet, he eventually ended up meeting Jimena. Okay. But he I'm did thinking, meet the girl. He did meet the girl for like one date and wasn't it. I'm thinking Caesar never met Maria. True. But Maria was real. She was Which real. is interesting. Mm-hmm. I think Ben's going to meet someone not going to be mahogany. Oh, it is going to be mahogany, but she's not going to look like mahogany. Well, that's what I mean. When I say mahogany, I mean the picture. Yeah. Her name might be mahogany. Is a probably a woman because they talked on the phone. Don't know if she's 24. Definitely don't think she looks like that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Because if she did, she would not have a problem meeting Ben. No. No. So <laughs> here we go. He's on his way to Peru. Even though she said don't come. Okay. He's still going. So that's on you, Ben. Mm-hmm. When someone tells you don't go, don't be surprised if they aren't there to pick you up. I just hope that... He's there with an open mind. And if she really doesn't exist, make a vacation out of it, Ben. Sure. So we learn they haven't talked since that last text. She stopped responding to Ben altogether. But he says love always wins. Oh, someone someone else is naive on the show. Well, let's let's go along with that. Let's say love does always win. Let's pretend that's the case. This isn't love, <laughs> Ben. I was laughing when he said, like, he landed in Lima and he's, like, walking through the airport very excited and he's like, this is it. This is it. Months in the making. <laughs> it's like, dude. Eight, eight weeks in the making. Dude, you've been talking for three months. I know. The way he said it, it was like, oh, it's been years. Like, yeah. Caleb and Alina, it's been years. It's like, months Months in the making. Three months later. <laughs> My, uh, months of sexting, finally. It takes me three months to pick shoes that I have them in my car. Then I keep going back to that before I make a decision. Mm-hmm. Three months and Ben is already in Lima, Peru. Just He's in love. God's plan. God's plan. So he memorized a speech to recite to her. And by speech, I mean a sentence. Two. Two sentences. Mm-hmm. Um, I am happy and excited. I see my beautiful princess. Listen, unlike other people, at least he learned something. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty on par with Mike. Well, I don't, I think he speaks a little more than Mike. Mm. Although, it, it, we'll get to Mike, but you just I just thought of this. When I see Mike's Instagram posts, he posts in English and in Spanish all the time. Yeah, because he's got Google Translate at his fingertips. Maybe he thinks that he's so popular in South America. I think he thinks he's huge. Yeah, (laughs) over there. I'm huge. But, I mean, come on. That's not impressive. He's on his phone. There's Google Translate right there. True. I just find it hilarious that this is the speech that he memorized. I am happy and excited. I see my beautiful princess. I guess it's appropriate. Like, they're not... No, it's not. I don't... sex or anything. Like, they've never met. 
I don't think he will see his beautiful princess. <laughs> or he may. I, th- I think he should have learned, I am happy and excited. Where is my beautiful princess? I think maybe that would have been a more appropriate sentence to learn. Maybe she exists and maybe she is beautiful, but maybe she is also insecure. That's why she was mm. using other people's photos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, okay, that's fair. I was Who knows? Say, or I, she's hope, I hope we'll meet her. I, Whoever she is. We're going to meet someone. So he's still texting her. He landed. No response. So he just crosses his fingers and hopes. Maybe she's maybe she's by the taxi stand. Maybe that's where she is. And he's waiting. Goes outside. He's wandering around. And waiting. Maybe God had a change of plans. And waiting. Maybe God changed his plans. And waiting. I literally just, that's what I wrote down. 20 minutes goes by. At least. No response. And sadness the segment. And I know this should be titled Naivety the Segment. Probably. But for me, when Ben started crying, ah, broke my heart. It broke my heart to see this man cry over a 24-year-old catfish. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he feels foolish and stupid. So I hope he really, like, acknowledges the situation but later on, we learned that he didn't. Well, he doesn't even try to call her. He just, I think he did. He I just think stands he, she just, there. She just didn't pick up or she didn't text back. He just stood there. He's like, I know Mahogany loves me. I know. She sent me the heart emoji once, I think. I know she loves me. <laughs> I know it in my heart. Yeah. So then he's like, well, all right. I guess she's not coming. Um, I guess I'll just go to the hotel and pray. I'll, I'll heal my wounds in the luxury of the Hampton Inn, Peru. And come on, I hate to say this, but you did this to yourself, Ben. She told you not to come. You went. Why are you surprised she's not there? Well, she told him when he was at the airport. At that point, he would not, he wouldn't have gotten a refund or anything. So that's why I'm saying, hey, if she doesn't show up, make a vacation out of it. Peru's apparently beautiful. Take a pic with some llamas. Like, okay. Do you, dude? Do you? I think he'll have to do himself because <laughs> my not gonna. So he gets in this cab and I really, when this scene started, I thought we were in for the scene of a lifetime. I thought these two guys were going to hit the bars, the strip club, <laughs> or in some weird turn of events, the cab driver is going to turn around and be like, Actually, I'm mahogany because <laughs> the conversation got like so intimate, so quick. The guy was like, so what are you doing here? And Ben's like, I came to see about a girl. She was supposed to be Aki. And he drops <laughs> one other Spanish he word that he learned. She was putting together some Spanish sentences. Actually. He said she was supposed to be Aki. It's like, all right, bro. A for effort. <laughs> Hey, forever. <laughs> I guess you can't use your beautiful princess words on him. I thought his Spanish, like he said more than Aki in Spanish. Uh, we'll go back and watch the tape. I don't think he did. Oh, I think he did. Because I wrote a note saying his Spanish is better than other people on the show. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, he strung a sentence together. That's better. But then the driver goes, you have a phone. Why not call her? And I thought he was going to be like, great idea. Let me call And then the cab driver's phone was going to ring. I thought there was going to be some (laughs) weird twist. This whole setup, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Something's happening. And then Ben's like, no call, no text. And he's like, I feel like I'm going to my own birthday party and no one shows up. I I feel like it happens to him. 
right? That seemed personal. Mm-hmm. That seemed personal. I rented out Chuck E. Cheese. Nobody showed up. Chucky didn't even show up, and he's paid to show up. God's plan. I never had kids at my birthday parties. That's sad. Well, we don't do that. We don't invite it. You only do it with your family. So I had my cousins. Oh. We don't invite kids from school or anything. Well, maybe that explains why we have no friends now, because you <laughs> learned this behavior as a child in check. That's not true. I pick my friends. Okay. Fair enough. No, I'm kidding. I just have you. That's enough. That's all. And you, we have you guys too. So, okay. <laughs> ben checks into the hotel and he's like, I have, I have hope. I'm not giving up yet because three months, three months we had these intimate texts, such intimate texts. Like, I want you to make me have beautiful daughters and sons. What a sweet, sweet text. Marriage material. Marriage material. Yeah. So then we just see him lying on the bed at the hotel, talking to the producers. And the producer's like, any chance mahogany's not mahogany? Like, what would you say if you had to put a number to it? Okay. Any chance? And Ben's like, sure. Maybe 3%. (laughs) Maybe 3% chance mahogany's not mahogany. Naive did the segment indeed. Oh, but... Ben's going to give her some time. Stay optimistic until he's exhausted well, all of his options. his heart tells him that she's in love with him, but she's negatively influenced by her dad. That's the problem. No, that's the red flag, okay? Well, that that's the problem four- in his head. That she's 14. <laughs> right? That would be bad. There's, come on, we're going to, this is going to get bad. This no, is, she cannot this be is, that young. That would, I'm sure. 16. I hope that TLC does backgrounds on this because that well, would be true. very that would be very wrong. That's like, true. They could not air it. That's very true. That literally TLC would get canceled. There's, I mean, there are a lot of signs pointing to the fact that she is young. Yes, but maybe she's she must be at least eighteen. Otherwise, they wouldn't have do this. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they, they would have done this. What's the legal age in check? To date. Yes. Fifteen. Thank you. Thank you. But I don't know if it's like to date and to have sex 15. Like oh, if you're not, 18 yeah. and you bang a 15-year-old, I think that's okay. If you bang a 14-year-old, it's an offense. Okay. That's all I'm saying. 15. But I'm saying like I don't know how it is. In I Peru? don't know. Not no, in I don't Peru. Know e- I don't know either. I don't. Yeah. I don't I'm f- just saying I don't all signs are pointing to a high schooler. That's all I'm saying. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Give it time. Should we move on? Talk about our next couple? Yeah. Mike and Jimena. Mike and Jimena. Oh, Mikey. <laughs> so what are you wearing, Mike? Couldn't you just go with the, the Jesse, the Gino hat? You had to class it up over here? What was he wearing? This guy was in Columbia for a week, and he's dressing like Juan Valdez now. He had this wild hat on. I missed it. How did you miss that? Because I was focusing on his gross nose blowing. Oh, well, that was later. That was in the cab. He walks out of the villa. Mm. And were you not paying attention at all during this episode? I was, but he was walking out of the villa. Oh, my God. (laughs) I wish I didn't see that hat. Describe the hat for me. I I can't. I cannot. It was... 
kind of a cowboy hat. Okay. If a cowboy hat and a sombrero got into a fight mm-hmm. and this was the remnants and then someone found the remnants on the street and <laughs> stitched it together and made a hat and Mike put it on, this this would be that hat. Now when you're talking about it, I think I, think I remember. Mm-hmm. I painted Beautiful picture. I right? just didn't pay attention to it that much, but okay. I think I think I know. Okay, let's let's get to the cab then, because this this was almost as bad as the hat. Ah. He's blowing his nose. Mike's blowing his nose, and then just shoving the tissues in the back That's of the disgusting. seat. Disgusting. Oh yeah. And he did it right before. I mean, right after he said that he thinks that. He may not overreacted over his hygiene. <laughs> He's like, I think she overreacted over my hygiene. And then she blows his nose and shoves it up the pocket in the cap. Basically meaning that either the cab driver has to pick it up or mm-hmm. whoever takes the cab after them will have to deal with this gross napkin. Yeah. Oh, you thought that was gross? You thought me farting while we were making out was gross? Just you wait. At least he didn't pick his nose because, let's be honest... He he's a nose picker. Yeah, he is. Right. So at least he classed it up and put it into a tissue at least. But yeah, just putting it in the back seat. Like he man is just freaking out. And you're on camera. And that's the other thing is like, you know, Mm -hmm. you're on camera and you're still doing this. What do you do when you're alone? I have a thing. I never blow my nose in public. Yeah, because you would startle people. Okay. It I'm is. a loud nose blower, but I you've never seen me blowing my nose because I never do it no, in front of anyone. No, but I hear it from well, yeah. across the apartment. All right, I'm working on it. But anyway, I would never do it in public. I would rather breathe through my mouth. <laughs> I don't think those are the only two options, but okay. So this, of course, just makes Jimena even more concerned about his cleanliness. And he's got a, he's got a reason. For the way he is. He he explains why he is the way he is. Well, she doesn't want to marry a messy guy and I'm right there with her. I wouldn't want to marry a messy guy. Okay. But he, but, exp- he, he explains why he is this way. All right. So he says that he has ADHD, ADHD. <laughs> I'm sorry. ADHD. His ADHD isn't high def. So it is HD. <laughs> he has HD, ADHD. It's a new diagnosis that I just created. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He has ADHD, Uh right? Which is a real thing. Focus, Teresa. Mm -hmm. I am focusing. But I don't want to say, I don't know a lot about ADHD. I obviously respect it and understand to a certain level what it means. Mm -hmm. I don't think him throwing clothes on the floor is because of his ADHD. Well, no. I think he leaves them on the floor because of his ADHD. I think he puts them on the floor and then he gets distracted and leaves and goes and does something else and they end up sitting there. What I don't think his ADHD contributes to is his farting. I don't think ADHD <laughs> makes you fart and burp no. and blow your nose and put in no. the back seat of a car. I honestly... I think the fact that he does this, he farts and he blows his nose like this and he leaves clothes around, it's not because of his ADHD. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, can't, I can't pronounce it. 
it's not because of his ADHD. It's because he's been living with his dad and his grandpa right. for so long. There, there you go. No- Blame Larry and Hyman. I am because there is no woman around. Mike is the one who takes care of everyone. And those two don't care. Those mm-hmm. two don't care about the shit on the floor. That's those funny. two don't care about him farting. So that's why. Not because of his ADHD. Right. And it's too bad he doesn't have OCD because then that would balance that out. Like mm-hmm. My HD OCD keeps this place spotless. <laughs> so we're at least lucky with our with our issues. Oh, yeah. I have a big issue with that. But so Mike explains this. And at first, I think Jimena thinks he has Alzheimer's or something because she's like, oh, like, oh, you, your memory, like it's your memory. <laughs> and then you forget to clean up. And he's like, well, no, it just get distracted and it causes a lack of organization. And she totally softens. She mm-hmm. totally is like, oh, my gosh, why didn't you tell me this earlier? Like, don't keep this a secret. If, if you have these issues, let me know. And she gets all affectionate. And, like, she starts holding his head and, like, rubbing his head and mm-hmm. saying, like, what affects you affects me. And I'm like, geez, 180. 180. 180. And she feels relieved, I think, because now she can attribute it to something. Oh, he's not a child. He's got HD, ADHD. <laughs> Right? Yeah, I still I, I, I still think that it's because of his lifestyle, but maybe part of it can be ADHD. Like, he, as you right. said, he gets distracted. Right. I think sure. his cleanliness, I think his habits were formed by his, by his nurture. Nurture, yeah. right? That's nurture. The nature part of it, his ADHD, I think that's distracting distracting him and occupying him and keeping him from cleaning up after himself. So I think Someone it is, is a son of a psychologist oh over gosh, here. No, it's all out there. Okay. <laughs> but I think that's, yeah, I think it's it, the two things combined, I think, have created this. Yeah. I just don't think that he should blame that on his ADHD. There are other things he can blame on it. But farting, him farting when and, you're making yeah, out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, dude, don't do that. Yeah, I think what he can blame the farting on is his spaghetti and cheese sauce. Because let's get to the night where they're back from Salenta and Mike is whipping up some dinner. He's whipping up what I would call mac and cheese. It does not look appetizing. He's calling it spaghetti and cheese sauce. And he's he's making a he's making a meal for Jimena, Juan David and Harold Stephen. A for an effort. A for effort. F for farts, because that's what is going to come of this meal. As soon as they sit down to eat it, the man is like, guys, no, 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 no. Like, don't eat that. I'll make you something later. This is going to give you colic. It's uncooked. <laughs> Please do not eat that. And it's so sad because Mike's trying, right? He's asking, how's dinner? And Jimena's like, oh, it's very good. Very good. Came out very good. I think she still thinks of his ADHD. Right. Oh, is this a symptom of ADHD too? <laughs> right. And, and it could be, right? He could have put it on the stove and then forgot to cook it. No, I think this is the symptom of his farting because if he, if this is what he cooks this is the for, cause his, of his, for his grandpa and for his dad, yeah. they must be all farting all the oh. time. Well, she tells the camera Mike's cooking is a sin and it's going to give her diarrhea. Very honest. <laughs> Very honest. Poor Harold Steven. He's like, can I eat this? She's like, no, don't eat it. It's uncooked. Do, do, do not. Do not eat it. So then let's cut to two days later when Mike meets up with 
Yamir. I meant his dad, right? A little one-on-one, a little mano-a-mano. And for some reason, the Tamagotchi is back. Mm-hmm. We have a serious conversation on our hands. The iPhone did such a better job translating. But of course, when the stakes are high, let's use the worst translator. So they talk because Mike wants, Mike wants to propose. But Yamir wants to know his intentions. Uh-huh. And if he knows Amanda's favorite color, because that's very important. Well, it's silly, but you should know your future spouse. And knowing someone's favorite color, I know it sounds silly. Nah, it's so elementary. It is, but you should know. You should know things other than... Well, yeah, but this is the thing. If you don't know the basic, do you know the big stuff? You don't, but you don't need to know someone's favorite color to know someone. I just think it's such, it's such a cop-out when you ask, like, do you even know them? Do you know their favorite color? Do you know their favorite band? It's do like, you know my favorite color? Black and yellow. Yes. Do you know mine? You probably don't. I don't think because you really I don't know one. my favorite color. I was just going to exactly. say, but you always say blue, so... It's not, though. When's the last but you, time I... But it's your answer. It's my answer. Answer. I don't know why I just did not your accent. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're, based on everything you do, I think your favorite color is black and yellow. It's, bl- it's black. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yellow. Maybe an accent. You love accent. yellow accent. Right. My iPhone case is yellow. Yeah. yeah. So we are on the same page with this. But yes. Right. But when I ask you, when I asked you in the past, you always said blue. But I get mm-hmm. it. Like, you don't really wear blue. I think it's just... As a boy, you grow up, and especially if you don't have a color, you go blue. Oh, yeah, blue is my favorite yeah. color. It's a, it's a man color. But I just don't think it's important. Amena's dad is like, do you know her favorite color? And he's like, uh, and Yamir's like, it's black. It's black, okay? <laughs> What's her favorite food? And Mike's like, anything with meat in it? But the translator. The translation <laughs> of this is... Her favorite food is Ministry of Food, something convenient. <laughs> what does that even what? mean? What does that mean? That is like, he needs to learn Spanish. Which is fair. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a fair shout, especially if you're going to father Harold, Stephen, and Juan David. You need to learn to speak their language. But if they move to the States, if sure. they'll need to learn English. Sure. So, okay. He fails that test. But Yamira's concern is also that Mike might become like Jimena's exes, like a deadbeat ex, because he doesn't want that to happen again. He doesn't want Juan David and Harold Steven to get hurt again. And Mike's like, no, I love Jimena too much to hurt her. And with that said, can I get your blessing to marry Jimena? And for some reason, the translator worked here. Mm-hmm. When the stakes are really, really high, I guess that Tamagotchi pulled through, <laughs> translated correctly. And Yamir is like, well, I want what's best for Jimena and the grandkids. And that's what I thought he's going to be like, no, you're not good enough. Right. However, 180, oh, I see that you're a good person and I'm giving you my blessing. Gracias, gracias. Right. Gracias. And it's like, okay, there were so many other things to discuss and I understand the translation issues, but... What's her favorite color is not an important question. How about, are you guys going to move to the States? Are you going to bring my grandkids with you? Can you support them there? What are your plans 
for a family? What are your plans for schooling? What are, right? There's so many True. other more important things to ask than what's her favorite food. Very true. That's why it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Yes, but I go back to the silly stuff. When you start dating someone, right? You're not gonna be asking like three months in, like, so what are we gonna love in the future? I mean, oh, some no, people but, crazy do it, but you might be like, hey, dude, what's your favorite color? I know, you but talk about stuff like this. But Yamir testing Mike with these questions. I feel like it doesn't matter. Ask the important things. What are you going to do with my daughter? What are you going to do with my grandkids? What are your plans for work and for raising these kids and the language barrier? And you think the Tamagotchi would, would translate that? No, but it would make for great television. <laughs> <laughs> but, and that's what I'm here for. But he gets the blessing, right? Yeah, he, he did. He got what he came for. So then let's cut to the day before Mike leaves. It's the night Mike's going to pop the question. But first... He's going to go to the park with Juan David and Harold Steve. <laughs> He's going to play dad for an afternoon, push him on the swings and ask things like, so what would you think if I gave your mom a ring before I left? He clearly never been around kids. Yeah. He's like on the middle swing, literally looking like he's the third child. The only thing they have in common is that they probably all fart and burp and make messes in their rooms. I don't even think that Harold Steven and Juan David do that. He asked this question. Harold Steven just walks away. (laughs) He's like, I'm done with this shit. And Mike's like, all right, I guess I'll just talk to Juan David. And it's like, no, go after the kid. Like, <laughs> you're just going to let this kid walk away to God knows where? Could get kidnapped? Yeah, I was thinking the same. Right? Like, you're going to... Hopefully gonna, the producers are there. If you, if you thought Amanda got mad at you farting, if you lose her kid, I think she's going to get upset with yeah, you. Yeah, if you lose Harold Steven. Especially Harold Steven. <laughs> Juan David we could do without, but Harold Steven. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love both of those kids. What, who, Harold Steven is the younger one. Yeah. Mike doesn't care. He keeps talking to Juan David and he's like, I love your mom and I want to be a father to you guys. Do you want me to be your dad? He's like, do you know what it means to be married? No, of course not. Not only are they two years old, but their mother has been in terrible relationships. Yeah, but but freaking Juan David's just looking at him like, well, what are you saying? And I found this whole thing very uncomfortable because that's not how you talk to young kids who are not even yours. Right. Like, if they're your kids, I guess do whatever. But no, that just rubbed me the wrong, wrong way. Like, they don't even need to be involved. They're too young to understand any of this. Just be nice to them. Play around. Be like, I love you guys. We are having so much fun. Don't ask them the permission to marry their mom. Right. The intention I get, you know, if they were older kids and understood what it meant. Older, if they're teenagers, sure. The intention is right. I also think it's, it's a little wrong because you and Jimena don't have a good relationship. The odds of this working out, I'm going to go back to Ben's statistics, 3%. Oh, I agree. There's a 3% chance this thing works out. So for you to get these kids all excited about having a dad, because- that's what Juan David says. He's like, I don't have a dad. Like, yeah, I'd want you to be my dad. You are setting them up for even more heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to propose to Jimena, propose to Jimena, and the kids will may or may not figure out what that means for them. 
But to be like, me? New daddy? Yeah? Come on. Well, Mike. the kids just see him bringing gifts, making them shitty pasta, smiling at them. Right. That's how they can judge him. So, of course, they're like, sure, be my new daddy. Just keep <laughs> the gifts coming. Right. So but they're too young for Mike to have such conversation. Yeah, I I agree. And especially through translation, right? Yeah. So now he gets their blessing. It comes down to Mike asking Jimena to say yes and crossing his fingers that she doesn't run away like Harold Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to circle back real quick. Even the way Mike hugs the kids, it's so unnatural. It's well, he's so not a dad. That, I'm, I'm not going to call him out on that. He's not a dad and he's not their dad. No, he's not. But you can be a friend. That's what he should be. You can have a kid like a friend. Okay. If you want to see an old man hung, hug a young child, wait for Ben to meet Mahogany. <laughs> okay? Just pump the brakes. Wait for that. I meant hug it like a friend. Hug them like a friend. Sure. Sure. Okay. Te amo. <laughs> so <laughs> back at the house, Jimena's getting ready for dinner, talking to her parents. And Jimena's mom's like, you think he's got a surprise for you? What if at dinner he proposes? Oh, come on, mom. What if he proposes at dinner? Wink, wink. Oh, and here we go. Here's, um, I don't even know what segment this is. But this is a roller coaster, this segment, because that's what their relationship is like. What's it? A roller coaster. Roller coaster. Five flags. Six, six flags. <laughs> this, is, this is six flags, the segment. Six red flags, the segment. And then it's like, well, okay. Um, he is loving, but there are things I don't like about him. He's unorganized. He throws his clothes all over the place. And if he doesn't change, I'm going to end up being an employee of his, working for him. And I don't want to be working for him. I don't want to be a mom for him. And Jimena's mom's like, well, be patient. Okay. When I married your dad, I didn't even know how to cook. So be patient. Things can change. And then it gets really bad. This is where they take a trip to Six Flags. <laughs> because Amanda, six red flags. Six red flags. Because Amanda's mom goes, have you thought about if you end things? You're going to have to start working. You're going to have to pay for your own apartment. How are you going to do it? This conversation rubs me the wrong way to the nth degree because they're turning this relationship into such a transactional thing. Mm -hmm. Zero love. There is zero love in this conversation. There is no talk about how the way he treats her or makes her feel or the good times they have together. It's all about transactions. It's business. Jimena's dad goes, think about your kids, not just yourself. Well, it's, it's not about, I'm sorry to say, it's not about Juan David and Harold Steven at this point. Well, they are a part of it. They're part of it, but for them to have a good life, Mike and Jimena need to have a good life. So think about yourself. That's the idea. Jimena, right? And Jimena's like, I know, I know, the kids will have a better education and more money. And she goes, I always planned to marry Mike. Until, until I met him. Until I met him. <laughs> until I met him, Teresa. Oh, my gosh. What are we doing here? What are we? It was such a sad conversation. And unfortunately, I think it's a reality for so many couples, especially that we see on 90 Day, is that it's not about love. It's about everything else. Mm -hmm. About the security, the money, America. 
America. a better situation, right? Mm. It's not about love at all. And it's sad because we all deserve love. Mike deserves love. Amanda deserves love. But this, this ain't love. This ain't love, but <sighs> Mike thinks he is in love. and He sure does. He's going to act on it. And I'm curious to see what she's going to say. Let's see. We'll have to wait at least a week. We'll see. All, All right. right. We're going to move on. We'll be back with a couple more couples. But before we do, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. <laughs> Are you ready? Always. Are you ready for Caleb and Alina? Let's do this. It's a sad day for this couple, for this throuple. It's a day. It's the day Elijah leaves. Ah, it's the day what Elijah, are we doing? It's the day Elijah leaves. Okay. I can't believe he's leaving on episode eight. Then he makes a grand exit with that outfit. I love Elijah. Ah, okay. I know you do. Did you love that outfit? Yes. What was that outfit? <laughs> he is the queen that we all need to He's see. 90 Day Beyonce. He is the he queen. Has, he has so many followers, and I will say this. He definitely became more than just like a friend for their segment because there's a lot of friends that pop mm-hmm. in, right? He became a third character in their storyline. You know why? Because their storyline needed a third character. Well, yeah, but also because... Besides the fact that he's an interesting person, he has his own opinion. Yeah. He He's not just there like, yes, yes, right. yes. I'm here for Alina. I agree with everything she says. No, he is his own person and people love it. Right. And I he, love it. He creates drama. There's sass. Mm-hmm. He's entertaining. Oh, I love the sass. Sure. But this is the last we may see of him. But what I was going to say is he has so many Instagram followers now. I looked a month ago and he had like 15,000. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I don't know if he's got like 20,000 now or what, but that's way more followers than like anyone on Caribbean Love had, like main True. cast. So many more followers than those ancillary friends get from 90 Day. Different show. But today, for whatever reason, I was on Instagram looking at maths. Yeah. The redhead from the previous season, I think her name is Brett. Brit. Uh, Brett. Yeah. I think it's Brett. Brett. She has like 300 followers. Right. 300 followers. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Other cast some, members some from do. her season have like 50, 60,000. Yeah. Some have She has 300. Well, some are more private. If you're not going to post, was she posting? Well, she's private. Right. So that's why. I if guess. you're not going to post, if you're not going to put anything out, you're not going to get followers. But I was just, I mean, not surprised, but I was like, wow, Elijah's built his brand. He's got a following. I love it. So he's leaving. It leaves Alina and Caleb to be together for the first time. And Caleb, of course, is now having trust issues. He doesn't know if he can trust her because she told him, hey, when we were talking, I was not just living with another guy, but we were dating. Well, and I'm team Caleb, obviously, here because, and he calls it, she didn't tell him. Elijah told him. Right. And would she have brought it up? Who That's knows? the question. She didn't until Elijah forced her to. Yeah, and I love that he did because he has sassy. But hey, you got to be truthful. If you want to build a relationship, just come clean. 100%. So now that that's out there, Caleb, of course, is like, well, I want some time to process the news. I'm going to go to the gym. Alina, you do whatever you're doing. <laughs> you hear him say that? <laughs> yes. He's like, you do whatever you're doing. <laughs> and so he's like, okay, I'm going to... 
I'm going to take some time to think about it. Alina thinks he's using it as an excuse to kind of pump the brakes on the relationship. I see that thought, but I think Caleb is right. If you're going to, right. you're learning this news, you're learning this quote unquote secret. Of course, it's going to change the way you think. Yeah. So cut to Elijah Pack and he's getting ready to head home. And Alina tells Elijah, I confessed everything. Caleb's not sure how to process the news, but Elijah says, give him a little time, give him some space. But at the end of the trip, you guys really need to decide how you're moving forward. And once again, Elijah, the queen, is absolutely right. He's right. He's right. He's right. Give it time. Let it play out. Process it. But sure, of course you need answers. And the answer doesn't have to be yes or no. The answer could be, I want to continue this as friends or as more than friends and and decide later on. But there should be a conversation of how to proceed. Yeah. I don't think you can decide anything like this in three weeks. Going back to, let's say, Steven and Alina, they at least been in Turkey for three months. Yeah. And they had met before. Yes, they have. Right? Yes, they have. They've been to Prague. Right. So, right. It wasn't the first time they had met. They had been together longer. And they appear to be doing fine. Yeah. Speaking good. of Alina's, right? So then Caleb walks in and I don't know what this. <laughs> I freaking laughed so hard. Caleb was. is like, look at that little luggage. <laughs> like, you call that a suitcase? <laughs> Couldn't even fit my Magnum condoms in that thing. And Elijah is like, little but full of powerful, fierce outfits. <laughs> and I love it. I feel like we, sh- we should put it on our shirt it's because. Not the, it's not the size of the suitcase. the fierceness of the fit. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he could make his own line at home. Goods. And this cracked me up even more because Elijah asked Caleb to help him bring his bags downstairs. Yeah. But it was his only <laughs> luggage that he carried himself. He totally puts Caleb in his place. <laughs> yeah. And he leaves to go down to the cab and he goes to Alina. He's like, bye, little girl. <laughs> so, bye, bitch. So much Classic Elijah. So much sass. They get outside. Elijah's like, before I go, I just want to make sure you're respectful of Lena. I want to make sure you care for her. And before you leave, you should know one another. And they hug it out. They say goodbye. This was the real love story of this couple. I think Mm. the coming together of Elijah and Caleb, this was the love story. I think Caleb found respect for Elijah after... He realized that he is the real person. Like he's a he's real the friend. Real, yeah, he's a real friend. He's there's, a real person. There's no threat. Yeah. Right. Of course. There's no threat. And he's, yeah, he's there for Alina. He helps her out. Yeah. Right? But also he helps her out when she's not really doing what she should be doing. He right. calls he keeps, he her keeps, out on her, her BS. Her yeah. Okay. I'll I'll give you Elijah's last line because I know you're his biggest fan. I'm the biggest fan and I loved it. I loved everything about it. It's like Elijah gets in the cap and he's leaving and he put down his windows. He's he, like he puts on his sunglasses first that he's are out like, of control. Don't be a Caleb, don't be a dick Caleb. Bye. That <laughs> <laughs> just drives off. And I loved it so much. So oh, much sass. So good. Okay. So good. So now Caleb and Alina. They're alone. And we learn Caleb FaceTimed his buddy Luke back home. He needed some perspective. And Luke encouraged Caleb, give it more time. Don't make a decision just yet, which is 
doesn't need to be said. I mean, if you got five more days yeah. on your trip, of course you're going to give it more time. But Caleb's a little angry. He's he's ready to be one-on-one and see where they are as a couple, but he's still, of course, got that weighing in the back of his mm. head that I was lied to. I didn't know everything, so he's going to give it a chance, but he's not completely in it. I mean, rightfully so. Like, Alina knows that he banged over 100 girls. Unbelievable. So Unbelievable. She should come clean, too. Yeah. Okay. So they head to a Turkish bathhouse. And was this the same bathhouse that Darcy and Stacy went to? It looked like it, but I don't think it was. It was similar. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was the exact same one. But Caleb was like, oh, we get to see each other in a more exposed way. I'm sure they are on every corner. The Turkish bath. Yeah. It's like a Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> It was such a weird sentence to me. We get to see each other in a more exposed way. Like that, if that doesn't sound like a serial killer, then I don't know what it I sounds like. I think it's like. all about the spirituality for him. I guess, but they banged. They saw this each other. Alina said it. She's like, you saw me naked. Yeah. I almost feel like he means it as like, we're going to be cleaned. Right. Cleansed. Cleansed. This phone party oh, is going to yeah. cleanse us. Yeah. So that was that. Later that day, they go back to the hotel for some coffee. Caleb feels better about the bathhouse. He feels like it helped him bond. And he feels like, if this is what it's like to be with Alina, I want more of this. Mm-hmm. So Caleb's like, let's forget about the secret. Let's move forward. And Caleb says, I know Alina means something to me. And Alina feels like Caleb's more relaxed now. And feels like before he was a little bit colder and it probably was the Elijah factor that probably added some stress mm-hmm. to the situation, but he's feeling good now. They're all feeling good now, but Caleb still says, I need more time. Yeah. And I see it. Yeah. I totally see it. Yeah. Well, we'll give you more time. We'll give you, we'll give you some more time. You figure it out. You let us know. All right. Our okay. next couple, smash it like it's as hot Ooh. as Gino, Gino and Jasmine. Jasmine. They are on the way to the airport. It's been a week since Gino has arrived and things have been a little tense. And Jasmine, Jasmine is so excited because it's a small airport. They have to fly a private plane to this island because it's a private island. Mm -hmm. She's never been because it's so expensive. And do you know why I'm excited? Why? Because we finally get to see Gino's head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's a classic bald man. What's up? Yeah. So Half of America is bald. We, is that a stat? <laughs> no. Did you just make that up? I did. I don't think that's true. But, well, okay. Eventually, a lot of us right, are going to be bald. Eventually, half of men will probably yeah. go bald. Sure. So it was a long shot. It wasn't a close up, unfortunately. And it was a little blurry. But Gino had to go through airport security, so he had to remove his lid. I saw the baldness. He has like the, yeah. he's like really bald at the top. It's a horseshoe. And I think he has like a, yes, the horseshoe. It's classic male pattern baldness. Yeah. yeah. Dude, embrace it. It's fine. And Jasmine seems to like it. Shout out to Michigan Bruce Willis. I think if he just kept it really naked like a baby, like a baby's butt, well, it can th- be a vibe. I think he does. I mean, it does seem to be pretty shaved down. He's not trying to grow out the hair on the sides. I think what the problem is, is that he doesn't have a sense of style. Mm. So the, his outfits and the bald head. Eh. But imagine, right. like, just picture him, maybe like black jeans, simple white or dark shirt. He'd look shirt. like Steve Jobs. He'd look, yeah. like, he'd look like Steve Jobs. 
like sn- nicer sneakers or something. Right. Dude. Michigan, maybe like a little Michigan Steve a little Jobs. blazer. All right. Alpha's the segment. Alpha's the segment. I'm just helping him out. I think he could really pull it off if he yeah. wanted to. Yeah. Okay. So we see the head. Great. Our questions are answered. There's no small hat under the big hat. There's no twin brother growing. <laughs> there's no, maybe there's a mole. We weren't close enough to see, but it, it all checks out. It's fine. Okay. They're on their way to San Jose Island off the coast of Panama. Beautiful. Looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And Jasmine never gets to go there because it costs a lot of money. But luckily for her, she suckered jobless Gino into paying for it. And she's like, thank you for this. And Gino's like, oh, that's okay. Like, you picked it. And she's like, but you paid for <laughs> yeah, it. It's okay. You booked. It's like when you get really drunk and book a vacation and then you wake up the next day and you're like, shit, that was non-refundable. Mm-hmm. Jasmine is your drunk alter ego mm-hmm. who just books the vacation and then you have to pay for it when you sober up. Or just when you're drunk and you just go on Amazon, you buy shit and then it arrives mm-hmm. and you forget that you got it. And mm-hmm. it's like, what this, was this, I doing? Sounds like a personal story. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Happened Before you me. know it, I'm farting into coffee mugs and giving <laughs> them away as Valentine's Day gifts. So they get to the bungalow right on the ocean. Looks incredible, right? Even there's even local birds there, <laughs> <laughs> which you love. To, when you go somewhere, you want to see local birds. You don't want to see tourist birds. You want to see the local birds. Listen, I love those birds. Beautiful birds. I wish we had them in Florida. Yeah, they're not local. Maybe, maybe Key West they're has them. local to here, Teresa. Okay. <laughs> They, they, they would be tourists and you want local birds. I would be okay with tourist birds. Okay. They, if you go way south, yeah, like Key Westy, Miami. I keep seeing on Facebook, like Czech people love parrots. Yeah. A lot of my friends have parrots, mm-hmm. but they keep escaping. And like once in a while, there is a post on like the homepage of my town, like photo of a parrot, either like something like this saying, guys, we just seen him flying down the street. Anyone's missing a parrot? Jeez. <laughs> I keep saying this <laughs> quite a bit and it's ridiculous. Hmm. You should just be able to ask the parrot who its owner is. True. Don't they talk? Some of them. You have to That's train them. <laughs> right? Some oh. of them talk. All right. Well, okay. Uh, Jasmine spoke and she said something I don't think I've ever heard her say before. Right. She said, thank you. She said, thank you for the trip. It's crazy. Didn't ever think I would hear her say that. And not just that. I also sensed a little bit of guilt because she said, I showed him the worst part of my personality and he's okay with it. Well, here's why it's a red flag to me. Because she thanks him. She admits her wrongdoing and her personality issues. But she only does this. When Gino makes this grand gesture and pays for this expensive trip. Mm. That's the only time she says thank you and I'm sorry. Well, she still feels insecure. Sure. Sure. And it's going to get worse. (laughs) It's going to get way worse. Yeah. The next day, they head out to sit by the pool. But something happened that Gino doesn't know about. So Jasmine starts talking about them and how happy she is and where they are now in their relationship and how she trusts Gino. But she says, I received a message from one of your exes. What? Gino. What? 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 Those those (laughs) damn local birds. So nosy. Yeah. And the ex said that 
Gino and her are still communicating. And what are they communicating about? Well, they're they're talking about Jasmine. Did you see Gino looked like he saw a ghost? He's like, Shit. A local ghost? A local ghost. <laughs> are these ghosts local? He was paler than before. He got a little He like paler. lost his color. Mm-hmm. He's like, shit, god oh, damn it. God damn it, Patrice. <laughs> <laughs> so Jasmine's like, yeah, she was trying to send more messages, but I blocked them before she could, which I don't buy at all. I don't buy it at all. Yeah. I think she was all over that shit. She was yeah. Googling her down. She was researching, looking yeah. at all her who unlocked would, m- pictures. Who would, yeah, who would ever... Be like, no, 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 stop right there. I don't need to know any more about this, especially when you're a Jasmine. I was just going to say, maybe some people would, but not a Jasmine. Right, not Jasmine. She wants to know everything. So she's like, I'm, I'm proud of myself. I didn't lose my shit. She's like, the old me would have exploded, but not now. I'm not going to ruin this beautiful vacation. And Gino gets super quiet, doesn't say much. And Jasmine's like, you, you're acting strange. Were you actually texting her? I thought she was just BS and I thought she was trying to make me jealous. You you were texting her, weren't you? And Gino's like, yeah, a little, a little, but it didn't mean anything. And Gino goes, I don't even really know what we talked about. Um, I just, just wanted to let her know that I met the woman of my dreams. Well, I would buy that, but not if he did it three days ago. Two or three days ago. <laughs> And oh, would, Gino. I guess I would buy it. I was going to say, who would text someone to say this? But if my ex texted me and wouldn't stop, then maybe I'd be like, please stop. I've met the woman in my dreams. I don't want to communicate anymore. Yeah. But it seemed more like he just reached out and was like, hey, mm-hmm. guess what? Met the woman in my dreams. I think he wanted to flex a little bit. Well, I think you're right. Because Jasmine goes, all right, I'll, I'll unblock her now and see what she was trying to send me. And it ends, the segment ends with Jasmine saying, did you send her naked pictures of me? I hope he didn't because that would be effed up. Ducked up. It'd be ducked up. Did your iPad not correct you this time? We're trying to I didn't PG. write it down, but I tried to correct myself. Yeah, but I think you're right. I think he was flexing. I think he was saying, check out, check out my babe. Mm-hmm. Check out this hot babe. Check out what I caught on a dating website. Right. Mm-hmm. So I th- I think you're right, and I think it's about to get spicy. Oh, yeah. We saw some previews. Can't wait. So I can't wait for Jasmine losing it once again. Once again. Back to <laughs> back to the Jasmine we know and love. Oh, yeah. Who would put Red and Baby Blue together? Ugh. Ugh. Don't even let me start oh, it. Don't even get started on this. Unbelievable. Okay. One more couple. One more. Ella and Johnny. Ella and Johnny. Ella in a car full of swellers? Ella just opening up the segment with a car full of swellers, a car full of swell sweet dogs? Do you think all those dogs are hers? I believe it. I wish I had three dogs. I believe it. Still has the Ed Hardy <laughs> steering wheel cover. Does she? I didn't see. I was looking got at it. the dogs. You're distracted by the dogs. Still has got the cover. And she's going to the ranch to see her parents. So I'm sort of, do we know what she does for a living? No. No. I would. I think she helps out at the ranch, but I don't think that's Definitely. her job. I don't think it's a hobby farm like Brandon's family. This seems like more of a work. No, farm. I know. I think it's a working farm for yeah. sure. I think she helps out. I don't think she works there. I don't listen. I've never worked a day on a farm. Me neither. But I don't think I would hire Ella because listen, I don't know anything about feeding cows. <laughs> 
But I don't think you feed them like you feed dogs, right? Well, apparently, Ella is the cow whisperer, but it didn't look like it. She was like, she's like, sweetie, 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 like, like, eat. Don't you want your hay? You remember when you talked to the cow in North Carolina? Oh, see, I, I'm the cow whisperer. You are the cow whisperer. I got a cow to w- get up and look, from 50 yards away, look at us and start to walk. And <laughs> and Ella, if you're listening, here's here's a tip. Here's what, here's all I did. Boo! <laughs> he sure did. Boo! You spoke European to the cow. What did I say? Boo. Oh. I feel like you guys in America say moo. We sure do. Doesn't make any sense. Sure do. But I, you were saying boo. Beautiful cow. I think the cow probably thought like, mm, Europeans. A, some, European. Something exotic over yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think Ella knows what she's doing. And again, I could be wrong. I've just never seen anyone hand feed a cow like that. I would probably do it, I guess. But I'm not the cow whisperer. No. Like she no. claims she is. <laughs> so... Ella's mom asks, what's going on with Johnny? And Ella explains how Johnny wants to wait because of this little thing called COVID. The COVID. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Mom's like, I don't understand about him blaming the COVID here. It's like, <laughs> if you put the word the before COVID, I don't think you believe in COVID. Yeah. The co- The COVID. Not in this area. It's not the dangerous in this area. Ain't no COVID here. <laughs> so, okay. Well, I kind of see it because it's Idaho. And also be recently driven through Idaho. It's like a, a house with a silo, nothing for 25 miles. Mm-hmm. A house with a silo, nothing for 50 miles. Right. house with a silo, a gas station, nothing for another 50 miles. Mm-hmm. So I can see how they maybe don't see the COVID. <laughs> Because the COVID, not here. Yeah. Not here. So I can kind of understand. Oh, I totally get why they don't yeah. buy into it. But I'm like, Into guys, the COVID. I'm like, guys, it's there. It's sure that. <laughs> it's definitely yeah. there. So Ella's like, well, there is one other option. Um, since Johnny's got his ticket to Dubai and all, I can just go to Dubai and meet him. Finally, something that makes sense. A little proactive. Now, Ella, this is proactive. Forget about the witchcraft. This is proactive. Yes. Finally, something I can be like, yes. There you go. There you go. Sounds like a plan. So Ella's like, in two weeks, maybe I'm going to Dubai. Because we did learn China does have restrictions. They won't allow her in. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought we can go in. Because you can. The Olympics are happening. Like People are going to be coming in, which that's what I'm the most surprised about, that China's going to let that happen. You can. And I don't know when this was filmed. And the restrictions may have differed. But... It was never just easy. Like you couldn't just book a ticket. You would need him to vouch for you. I'm pretty sure and say, yes, I need her to come. She's my fiance, blah, blah, blah. This must have been filmed very recently if he wanted to come to the U.S. Uh, they just lifted the true. restrictions for foreigners true. in November. Okay. Well, so. either way, Ella's mom, not a huge fan of this idea because, well, there's a few reasons. Ella's a woman and white and naive. I can totally see that. I just... Oh, mom, mom, just throwing out naive when it comes to your daughter. And now we meet the dad. Then we meet Walt. Okay. Walt. Oh, Walt. He also doesn't believe in the COVID, I don't think. (laughs) And he does believe the Middle East isn't the the best place to go Mm -hmm. at the moment. Walt looks like someone who has a silo filled with potatoes. Uh, Yammy yams. Which 
I'm here for it. Yammy yams. I think if you live in Idaho, you have to have a silo. Idaho potatoes. Yes. No, that's... Oh, yeah, Idaho yeah, potatoes. Yeah, Idaho potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. So no one's really thrilled about this. And then Ella's mom is like, well, also, you have house and car payments, so I'm kind of worried about that. And I just find this so hysterical that clearly Ella's parents are trying to come up with any reason, right? They're coming up with any reason for her not to go. You're white. You're a woman. You have car payments. You have a house payment. Anything they can come up with except the COVID. <laughs> they, they could easily just say, no, COVID. It's not safe for you to travel, but they ain't going there. Well, but true. But I also think that Ella probably is not very good with her money because we learn later, I think her parents do help her out here and there. Sure. So mom is actually making a decent point. You're going to blow all this money, but... You still have to pay for your car. You still have to pay for your house. Like right. There are other things you need to consider. And if you're going to pursue this relationship and get Johnny over here, that visa is not cheap. Oh, That whole process will cost you thousands and thousands, thousands of dollars. Thousands, like literally thousands of dollars. So they're Even not, without a lawyer. They're not wrong about that. I just thought it was hilarious. They were throwing everything at the wall <laughs> to see what sticks to keep her from going. Except to COVID. The COVID. <laughs> <laughs> right? So she's like, well, will you help with money if I need? And they're like, yeah, we will. Even though you dated an India guy. And that didn't work out. Well, mom doesn't want her to be heartbroken again, which I understand because she's the only daughter. Yes. I don't know if she has siblings because mom said, you're my only daughter. Yes. So I, I get it. Like, you want your daughter to be or your child to be happy no matter what they Absolutely. tried and they said you know what because Ella said she wants to see if Johnny is her soulmate if it's worth to stick to this relationship or if she should let him go and she's right the only way to find out is to meet in person right but soulmate that would be Korea not China <laughs> Shout out to Asian puns. Soul, come on. Here we go. We're having fun. That's, oh, that's yeah. the end of the segment. I had to do it. Had to do it. Loved it. Look <laughs> at you getting so good at geography. So good at geography. <laughs> All right. That's it, right? That's it. Pretty pretty decent episode. Also a decent episode. Yeah, pretty Listen, decent episode. I love this season. Oh, so, it's so, so good. compared to the other way? Compared to many others, this is just great. Loved it. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode as well. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram for more good times, for, for more memes, for some conversation, mm -hmm. for some news. Mm -hmm, That's all mm -hmm. happening on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, yeah, smash it like it's as hot as this freaking episode because Woo! it was on fire. Mm -hmm, that's absolutely right. And thank you guys again for the reviews. We really appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> Travel 59. Thank you. I think you've said it all. I've said it all. Have you said it all? I've said it all. All right. That's all for now. Then we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Formula One is back. I'm Matt from P1 with Matt and Tommy, the only F1 podcast you need to keep you up to date across the 2023 season. We'll be with you across every single race weekend with instant reaction to the biggest stories as soon as the chequered flag falls. So if you're a seasoned F1 veteran or you've just started watching Drive to Survive, we've got you covered. Search P1 with Matt and Tommy, hit that subscribe button and start listening now. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>